no operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. All right, it's Friday night. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for happy hour here at Mutiny Radio, the happiest of happy hours that contain no alcohol. How can we all be so happy without alcohol? That's because jokes are being told, and it's exciting to have your interim host until the host that we booked arrived. He's an interim host, but he's amazing. He runs the show every Saturday from 8 to 10 here. It's another open mic. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Capital Pilcrow. I fucking love silence Cause I love the sound of my voice Hello everybody, welcome to Happy Hour at Mutiny I'm not your host, your host is late I don't know him um, I'm gonna use this time to promote my fucking open mic It's here tomorrow from 8 to 10 There's no other open mic So unless you're actually good at comedy You don't have an excuse to be here um, they say the trick to comedy is not trying, which sucks, because I really want to be a comic. Um, I'm not going to tell any jokes, because I'm not your host, and I'm on the list anyways, so y'all going to hear me do my time. So are you motherfucking ready? Yeah! Are you motherfucking ready for your first comic? Everybody give it up for Adam Perlstein. Which I'll give a cup of thought. Never wife a bitch, and I know she's doing dicks, and shawty got that. Thank you so much. And I'm the sucker. I'm paying five bucks to bump all you guys here. Yeah. Uh, all right, five dollars. Um, so I'm Jewish. Uh, my mom's Jewish. My dad's Jewish. No, let's let me talk about what I'm gonna want to say here. Um, um, 
Oh, here you go. So I'm Jewish, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, if I was a kid, like it's so crazy seeing like people that you worship when you were younger, like grow up to be like total pieces of shit. Like if I was a kid and you told me that like Bill Cosby was going to be a rapist and Charlie Sheen had AIDS and Kevin Spacey was a pedophile, like I would have been like, well, I probably would have been like, hey, dude, I'm a kid. Why are you telling me all this stuff? It's a little inappropriate. Like I'm trying to practice cursive here. I don't need to know about rape before I even can come. All right. I just came with the before I can come line. I'm like, oh, I should have recorded it. Fuck. It's going to be on public uh, so everyone can hear it tomorrow. Thank God. I was worried for a second that I'd remember. Thank God everyone in the world's going to hear it. Um, what else is going on here? Um, I, I, I got an issue with tech. Um, people like to antagonize tech, uh, especially comics. I think, you know, technology is really the only thing that helps people. Um, everyone says, like, uh, you should learn, like, teach kids math and science. And they grow up and they get jobs in tech. It's like, fuck you, douchebag. It's just like they did what you told them to do. <laughs> they, they learned math and science and they got a lot of money for it. It was the right thing to do. I just don't like the names of the companies. Like Yelp. Like Yelp's a dumb name for a company. Because I just picture some guy being like, hey, everybody, I got an idea for a company. Uh, it's called Yelp. And guy's like, Yelp? He's like, yeah, Yelp. Like, you know that sound when you kick a dog? Yeah, I'm sort of a whole company. I go to your house, kick your dog in the face. Not your dog. It's a cute dog. <laughs> and then his friend's like, why don't we just review restaurants? And he's just like, okay, fine. We can do that too, I guess. I don't know. I'm a hater. Um, I'm not a hateful person. I'm a hater. There's a difference. Um, like... <laughs> Uh, I was very happy to find out that Amazon bought Whole Foods. I was very, uh, very excited to hear that when Amazon bought Whole Foods. I go to the uh, Whole Foods on uh, Bay Place in Oakland, and everyone that works there is like tattered up, like arm sleeves and like nose rings, are like punk rockers. It's like, cool, man. Now you work for the biggest corporation in the world. Suck my dick. It's like, <laughs> you fucking poser. Like, if Monsanto bought Tom's shoes, I'd probably jizz my pants. Like, I'd be very stoked about that. But they're not nice to their employees. They. Ch- to keep them in, in below freezing temperatures. It's like, sounds like the North Pole. Sounds like a lovely place to work. That's what Santa does. Good enough for Santa, good enough for Jeff Bezos. Amazon is like that boyfriend that treats you well and delivers stuff to you really fast, but he goes to work and treats his employees like shit, but that's not your problem because you have a different job and you don't really, doesn't really concern you all that much. Um, I'm at the age now where um, all my friends are having babies and keeping them, which is interesting. Um, I, uh, I don't know if I want to bring a baby into this uh, world, the global warming, uh, the banks. Like, we have a good president. That's about it. I'm just kidding. Um, and then uh, I was in this interview with Elon Musk. I was talking about how uh, modern civilization has only been around for 9,000 years. 9,000. Like, that's like, in the grand scheme of things, the universe has been around for 13 billion. So we, we've been here like that. We can go away in a second. But you only hear the statistic for, like, end of life, like, global warming scenarios. Like, you never hear that statistic quoted for anything else. Like, no one's ever like, John McCain spent four years in a Vietnamese torture prison. But the universe is 13 billion years old, so that's really, like, not that much time. It's like he was never even there. Um, Let me see what else is fucking on here. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Oh, I like this. Okay. Uh, I'm not part of the resistance. Um, I'm not. Uh, I don't like the whole idea with the resistance and the power fists. And uh, I mean, like, I want to take down Trump, but do we really have to pretend like we're Power Rangers? I mean, like, it just seems very silly to be like, like my mom's rich friends in Marin, part of the resistance, really. Like, the reason why my mom's friends hate Trump, because if he deports all the Mexicans out of America, who's going to raise their children for them? That's the only thing that they're concerned about. It's always Mexican people that like that joke and never white people. I hope I get past the Tommy T so that joke pays off someday. All right. For those of you who don't know, it's a really shitty comedy club. All right. Um, oh, on the right. Fair enough. Um, 
and then uh last joke here um i was i was driving uh and i wasn't paying i was like texting like my phone like trying to think of jokes and stuff and like i stopped short there's like a guy like a foot in front of me and there's just like i know i almost killed you but like was the face really necessary i mean like this is the most pretentious look on his face like oh you almost killed me i'm like so what and i didn't kill you i was almost got hit by an electric car you know electric cars are so quiet like you can barely hear them how are electric cars quiet yet like blenders are super loud? Like how can we haven't developed the technology to make a quiet? Like I can like drive an electric car a thousand miles an hour and nobody can hear me, but I can't vacuum after 9 p.m. Like let's get the, that was very Seinfeld-y. All right, that's my time. Thank you so much. Great. Adam Perlstein, everybody. Give it up for Adam Perlstein. Mark Neuer is up first. He's not fucking here, so I'm calling him out. Up next is me. You gotta deal with me, motherfuckers. Half of y'all don't even know my name. My name is motherfucking Capital Pilcrow. Actually, no, it's not. That's my name on Facebook. My name, motherfuckers, is Capital P, AKA the Metaphone Man. AKA, Captain Make It Happen. It's three names, motherfuckers. <laughs> those not even names, those motherfucking titles. I'm like a motherfucking knight. I'm like Sir Lancelot. His friends called him Sir Fucks a lot. Cause he fucked a lot. Or like my mom, my mom calls my dad, motherfucker. Cause he did that. Except my name, instead of being about fucking, it's about money. Because when I couldn't get pussy, that's what I would get. And it didn't help. Three motherfucking names. Three names. That's two more than you expected. Three more than you asked for. So I hope you're satisfied. Because I know there's at least one motherfucker in here. One motherfucker who dying to ask, what's your real name? If I didn't tell you, that motherfucker wants to be disappointed. If I didn't tell you, it must not be that good. I gave you three dope ass names and you know I'm trying to give you a good time. So I left that shit out for a reason. You just, you looking for a reason. You looking for something to hate. You the type of motherfucker follow Donald Trump on Twitter. You like a black man moved to Mississippi. You like, you type of motherfucker come to an open mic. You just, you hating because you waiting on a blessing and you ain't got it. Can't wait on blessings. You got to earn them. Think about this. What if, what if God came down right now and he tapped you on the shoulder and he said, hey, you're going to have a great career. You're going to have hella bitches. I'm going to give you all the money you want. You still wouldn't be happy because think about this. God get all the credit. That's the best part. You don't want to end up like Jaden Smith. Fucking kid got what, like three albums, two mixtapes, fucking a TV show. They're still gonna play Get Jiggy with it at his funeral. <laughs> think about think about Jesus, right? Jesus did hella walking. Jesus did hella talking. God worked six days in his motherfucking life, then took a nap. So why are we worshiping him? Shit. <laughs> I can't think, I'm pretty tired. I was up late last night. I went to bed early, but 
right after I went to bed, some people started fighting right outside my window. Real high pitched, like sounded like it sounded like cats, but I, I'm pretty sure they were people because they were using words. <laughs> so then I decided, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna just join the conversation. Quick, shut the fuck up, you know. And then I get over there, and I'm about a foot away from the window, and I just hear two loud motherfucking gunshots. And then dead silence. So I went back to bed. <laughs> That's all my problems solved. I am good. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Help? Who am I going to help? <laughs> I helped a criminal. That's Aiden and Abedin. That's fucking, I don't want to worry about that. But I helped the victim. I'm a snitch. <laughs> and I don't play that shit. Yep, I'm a caller. Yeah. Understand. Your time. Capital Bill Crow, everyone. Oh shit, Yay. I'm the host. I forgot. Hi. Oh no, the new the new host. Who's he showed up. He, but the new host showed up, so I can introduce the new host. <gasps> yeah, his right. name. I introduce him. That's yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've met him. I'm excited to see him. Thank you, everybody. Clap for Capital Pilgrim right now because he is awesome. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for filling in, and please come to his show Saturdays from 8 to 10 and open mic here at Mutiny Radio. I think he's calling it uh, Learn From Me? Watch and Learn. Watch and Learn. Uh, but it's in the, right now it's in the index under Friends of Mutiny, so either way. But right now, put your hands together. For Jeremy Worm Jones. Hey, everybody. How is everybody doing? Sorry, I am your host, actually, so I came in uh, two people late. That is perfect timing for a black person like myself. Uh, I did not expect y'all to start on time. That's the thing. White people start things right on time. Well, well, it's 5.59. We better get started. I was trying to get down here as quickly as I could, uh, but admittedly, my bad, you guys, one of the things that held me up was, ah, I got to admit, I was trying to talk to some chick that was sitting on a bench. I was like, fuck. Should I be on time today, or should I strike out with this random blonde? I'm going to take this L. I'm going to take this L real quick. Fuck that. There aren't losses, people. Only lessons. So, I'm here now, though. So, that's all that matters. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, I just used the uh, bathroom a second ago. I don't know if you guys know, the the lock does not work. Uh, So, if I go in there, you might see a dick. I'm sorry. I, I... I sometimes go in the bathroom and do random shit, so thank you, Max. Max respects it. Um, You know, I went on a field trip today, you guys, with my my nephew. We went to a uh, pumpkin patch uh, farm. I guess that's what they call it. Fucking a farm. I guess they harvest fucking pumpkins out there. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I hate kids. I fucking, (laughs) I really do not like kids. It was just a terrible day. It was like... At every turn. Hey, what's going on, Rachel? Give it up for Rachel, everybody. Thanks for showing up. So uh, on, the, on the trip, we're walking around, taking a tour of like the pumpkin patches and everything. And it was like at least, I'd, I'd gamble at least 13 kids I'd have slapped in the face. Like, what are you fucking doing? Where are your parents? And the funny thing is the parents are right there. They're standing right there watching their kids do bad shit. And that's what I hate the most. It's like, what the fuck? You're going to let your kid throw this pumpkin on the ground? We just got told, don't throw the pumpkins down. They explode. And a little kid just picked one up and was like, bam, right after that. And I was like, this little motherfucker. 
if you could punch a kid in the face, I'd have did it just cause. Like, respect pumpkins, bitch. We just learned about them. Just learned about gourds and shit. Fucking how they grow out of plants. I didn't fucking know that. Pumpkins grow out of leaves. I was like, what the fuck? She just blew my fucking mind. I was like, what? She's like, a leaf just blooms and then turns fucking orange and then it turns into a pumpkin. I was like, bitch, that's magic. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck they do that? Whole time my nephew keeps asking me, can we go to the maze? I'm like, dude, we gotta, we gotta follow this tour, man. I don't know what to tell you. We'll get to the maze when we get there. And he'll be like, okay, uncle. Is it gonna be 10 minutes? I'm like, bro, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm on this tour with you. We're, we're gonna go through it as fastly as they go, dude. He was like, okay. It's gonna be 11 minutes, uncle? I'm like, yeah, 11 minutes, bro. It's gonna take us 11 minutes. And at that time, I was like, hopefully it does, because I wanna go through the maze too. He was juiced about it, but I was more juiced about it. Nah, nah, Alex, bring, bring that water in. Alex, God damn it. I need some fucking water. I, I sent him on a store one. Yep, sorry, you guys. I'm all over the place, but you guys aren't. You guys are right here, aren't you? Aren't you? Yes. Yes. So then, let's continue on with the list and get these funny people up and out of here. Uh, I'm guessing Mark wasn't here. I think you said that he wasn't here, right? And then you went up in his place and you're Adam, right? No, you're not Adam. Oh, okay. Well then, we're going to go to the second person then. We just we just throw you in. Place. It's like you get you get no information. We're just like, oh, you're nah. here. Here's a microphone. Basically, yeah. yeah. I don't even luck. know how it's to great. run it. I don't even. Sure, no. We just get up there. I don't, don't even. Jokes. I don't, don't even know how much time everybody yes. gets. I'm just gonna go outside and come back when I feel like you've had enough. <laughs> uh, but how much time does everybody? It's get? It's uh, four minutes. Four sets. minutes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, then is Adam Pearlstein Adam, here? Adam. He already, he already went. went. Okay. Yeah. Adam went. Okay. Capital Pilcrow. He was our. He already went. Person. All right. Well, he fuck. Our, I'm he very. He was our late. helper. No, you're doing great, <laughs> Jeremy. The worm. Marty Jones. Cunny. There he is. Marty Cunny. All right, you guys. Marty Cunny. He's coming up to the stage. So hollow. What's going on, people? Guys, uh, I'm trying to work on impressions. You want to hear one? Yes. All right, guys. Real quick. This is Arnold impression. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, hosting uh, Soul Train. Get down, get down. That was Arnold and Schwarzenegger uh, hosting Soul Train. Thanks, uh, guys. Speaking of immigrants, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about immigration in the news lately. People talk about immigration, they say things nasty things about immigrants. They say things like, you know, they're so un-American. They come here, uh, they take our blue, good blue-collar jobs. They're uninvited. They they rape and they murder. And I'm like, well, technically, there's nothing more American than going somewhere you're not invited and raping, murdering everybody there, so you can do farm work. That's like number one American thing. Are we, what exactly are we worried about? Like that they're culturally appropriating it from us? Like is that is that our problem with it? Is that how PC we've gotten? Is that we hate immigrants for culture appropriating, expanding their territory? Uh, I think uh, the big thing that they keep forgetting to do is you have to yell manifest destiny before you do it. Otherwise, that's like the uh, the no homo of territorial expansion. So they gotta, you gotta can't forget to yell that out first. Speaking of uh, something like that, I went to um, I went to New Orleans for Halloween last year, which was crazy time. I saw the craziest thing. I saw this girl in a cop costume this black girl in like a sexy cop costume she chugged a fifth of whiskey and then punched another black guy in the face and called him the n-word and i was like whoa that is as an irish person i was like that is such cultural appropriation of my that's our thing my culture is not a costume okay 
Uh, I've been trying to be a better person lately. I've been working with special needs kids, which is uh, really great. And so I try to bring things in for show and tell to like, you know, you know, spice things up a little bit. And uh, I got a 23andMe done recently. Anyone got one of those done? Great. So uh, not one of you. Yeah, I got mine done and I was showing them. I was like, here's where it says I'm like 50% Irish. And here's where it says I'm like 50% racist. And they were like, oh, this is cool, you know? And uh, one of the kids said to me, you know, he said, uh, can I get this done? Like, is there some, how do, how do I get this done? And I was like, well, I don't know if you can get it done because I don't know if there is a 24 in me yet. Uh, <laughs> Don't know if the science is there. Um, I don't need a test to know why you're so strong, though. Uh, <laughs> I think I can tell you where you get that from. Um, I uh, think it's a uh, pretty large consensus for women that they don't like facials based on my field tests. Um, can we get an agreement from a lot of people here? Is there a kind of a... I think the majority don't. Um, which is a, uh, you know, I think it really just needs a rebranding. I think facials need a rebranding. They've been like classified as like this like gross porn thing for so long, like demeaning thing. I think we should just start calling out like the, I for sure pulled out method, you know? <laughs> like here's the visual evidence that I pulled out. Or if you wanted to make it like more of a romantic or like a, you know, you know, more of a connection thing, you'd be like, hey, do you want to meet my kids? Uh, something like that or you just call it a spa day I don't know something like it needs a rebranding I always think it's uh, funny when you see like metalheads and stuff and they all like they're all throwing up devil horns because you know metals the metals music of the devil blah 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 and then they're all like you know they, that's like their thing and it it's so like they're just assuming that like let's face it like most people that are metalheads are living in a lifestyle that's going to lead them to hell right <laughs> so they're just assuming that like their favorite soundtrack is going to be playing when they go to hell like that that's pretty optimistic right that's not what hell is i don't know if they know that like if they're going to hell it's probably going to be like elevator tunes you know they'd be like where's the slayer it's like well we got this kenny g uh why don't you uh bend over while we uh this uh, griffin sodomizes you for eons. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to leave you with a quick one. Uh, a classic dad joke. You guys like dad jokes? Yeah. yeah. All right. When I die, I hope I'm not buried in a coffin. I feel like I'm more of a sarcophagi. Uh, no, that's not much. That's, not, that's more of a mummy joke, isn't it? Ah. Uh, uh, Oh, I better keep that. I better. I, I better keep that one under wraps. Oh, thanks, guys. My Marty. Give it up again for Marty, you guys. Give it up again with those fire dad jokes. It's my favorite type of joke. I got a tip for you, Marty. The next time you're trying to give a girl a facial, just uh, just hit it from the back. And then say something that'll like shock her, like, oh, I fucked your mom. And then she'll be like, what? And then he's just, ah, oh, fucking, just, ah, oh, sorry, you guys. I get really nasty really quick. Hey, Mark, uh, you ready to go? No. no? Well, good, because I wasn't going to pick you anyway. All right. <laughs> Moving on with the rest of the list. Uh, is there a Jeff Dean in the house? Jeff Dean? Well, let's give it up for Jeff Dean, everybody. 
and they know it. Out west with it. Out west with it. Out west with it. I, uh, do you ever start saying, like, you want to share something, you're like in a group, right? You ever share something and then immediately you regret it during, while you're saying it, but you have to, like, finish, you know? Because you look like a psychopath if you're like, never mind, I don't, you know? So, uh, the other day I was, like, with some friends and I was on my phone, uh, and my girlfriend texted me something funny and I laughed. And then my friend was like, oh, what, what did she text you? Uh, and I get all excited, you know, I'm like, oh, so my girlfriend, she was out of town. Right. And, uh, I thought it'd be nice to clean the apartment. So, you know, clean the whole apartment, even organize the drawer and write, you know, this, this is when I'm starting to be like, this is embarrassing, you know? Uh, so then I just slowly like lose all commitment. You know, I'm just like, um, so she she texted me, she got home and she texted me. She's like, you didn't clean the, you didn't clean the apartment. You you don't clean that much. Right. And I, and I was like, yeah. And she's like, even the drawer. And I was like, yeah, totally. And she's like, no, my mom did. Uh, it's funny. Right. Um, and it was, yeah. And what did you say, Pam? I did clean the apartment. I don't get, how am I a liar? Anyway, because it's not funny. Right, yeah, I know. Uh, but you know what he said? He said, ah, that's funny. And I don't trust him anymore. Because um, it's, uh, I still think about that. <laughs> like, no one wants to hear about you loving your girlfriend, you know? That's why... I tell a bunch of jokes about how I hate her, you know? So, um, my girlfriend, she's great. I, uh, they say, you know, they say when you, when you become single, they're like, oh, now you can, you know, really work on yourself, improve yourself, you know? Um, but I don't get that because like, if you don't have a girlfriend, who's going to tell you what exactly you need to work on? You know? Uh, anyway. I uh, I was visiting a friend the other day in, uh, in L.A. And he's not really... We're not really close. Like, we we were friends in high school, and I haven't speak, spoken to him in five years, and I just needed a place to stay. So I messaged this guy, uh, and we've never hung out one-on-one. -on -one. We're one of those friends. Like, we're barely close enough to where he will allow me to stay at his apartment for five days, but he probably is not excited about it. Um, so I'm at his apartment, and got, when I get there, he, he gave me a key to the place, and he was not there at one point, and I was a, a good boy, okay? You know, you think to yourself, you're like, should I... Is it okay if I masturbate in this apartment, you know? And I didn't. I was a good boy all five days. But um, there was one situation. I, so I have a bad back, okay? Um, and sometimes I got to massage muscles to relieve my back pain. Sometimes I got to massage my hip flexor right here. It doesn't make sense, but, I, you know, I got to do it. So what I got to do is I got to pin myself between the floor and a rubber ball and just kind of, it looks like I'm fucking a ball. Um, so I was doing that in his living room while he was gone. Uh, and 
he comes in and I'm, he like opens the door and I'm like, shit, I don't want him to see this. I'm going to have to explain how my hip flexor connects to my back or something. I didn't want to do that. So I kind of freaked out. Uh, and then he jumped and he for sure thought I was masturbating. Um, and I felt like I was masturbating. I was thinking like, how do I convince this guy I wasn't masturbating? Which is a weird thing to think when you were not masturbating. And, oh man, it was terrible. Um, and now I feel like you guys kind of were like, was he masturbating? And he just wrote, he wrote this whole joke so one day Vincent could see it and be like, oh, he wasn't masturbating. When really I was masturbating, but I wasn't, I was not masturbating, just so we're clear on that. So anyway, I'm Jeff. That's my time. Thanks, guys. Give it up again. Give it up again for Jeff Dean, everybody. Beautiful. That's the foreplay right there. That's the foreplay. You start rubbing out your hip flexors and be like, ooh, who are you? And then you whisper something back to yourself like, I'm that stranger you met at the bar. I followed you home. Oh, shit. This is getting wild. Let <laughs> me get the fuck out of here. Y'all looking at me weird now. Let's give it up for the next guy coming up here. Is a good guy that I know, and he's fucking funny as shit. So let's make it really loud for Max Eddie, you guys. Keep it going for work. How's it going, Mutiny Radio? Okay, there's some fresh faces out here. This is fun. In case you don't know me, my name's Max. I am Irish, I think. So I, mean, I just kind of assume like it's seems like a good bet like people will ask me if i'm irish and i go yeah why not <laughs> just go for it go with it that's no, good i really uh, a lot of people ask me if i'm irish i've actually had people call me a leprechaun before which seems kind of messed up but i realized i would love to be a leprechaun like that seems like an amazing job is it a job i don't know is it an occupation or are they just born that way i don't know but that seems great though right like you literally get pots of gold, and no one asks where it came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, one, no one's like, um, how was this gold sourced? You know, no, like, for all we know, leprechauns could just be getting gold from, like, Boko Haram or something. And, like, no one's questioning it. Everyone's just like, oh, I'd love to catch them and get them. Like, that's, that's all it is. And all you have to do is, like, not get caught. That's your only job as a leprechaun. So, like, you're, you have literally pots of gold and all you have to do is like play Pokemon Go all day. Like, okay, that's a, should I say hide and seek instead of Pokemon Go? Those are both good though. I just want to make it clear. I believe in both of those, but I'm going to go with hide and seek next time. But that's silly though, right? And also like, if you're playing hide and seek, we're going hide and seek now. Okay. Uh, if you're playing hide and seek as a leprechaun, people know two things about you. One, you're two foot fucking nothing. And, and two, you are at the end of a rainbow. Rainbows don't have an end. <laughs> like, you are literally never going to get caught. You can just hide behind a stool for like a thousand years and just chill with those pots of gold. Seems like a good job. Also, okay, the other thing is, if I were a leprechaun, I don't know if you guys know this, leprechaun's very short, about two feet tall. I am five foot nine, or five foot ten if I lie. So like... I would be like the Shaquille O'Neal of leprechauns. I'd be a goddamn celebrity. It'd be amazing, dude. I would sign immediately with their Leprechaun National Basketball Association, dude. Sign the richest contract in league history. I'd be the fucking Shaquille O'Neal of leprechauns, dude. 
man. Be great. I'd just spend 82 games in the regular season just standing next to the hoop, like, hey, just throw it up here. Like, that'll, I'll do it. Just fucking dunking on leprechauns, like, where's your lucky charms now, bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was fun. Fucking take the Boston Celtics all the way to the LNBA championship, dude, where we'd beat in a four game sweep the Los Angeles Celtics. Everyone's a Celtics in this league. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Then I'd get into the Irish version of Space Jam, and that's why I'm in comedy in the first place, okay? That's why I'm here. I just want to be in some version of Space Jam. I'll settle for the ginger one. That's kind of where I am. Oh, I only... <laughs> wow, that was a long bit. Okay. Uh, that was fun, man. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll leave you guys on this. Um, one thing about me uh, is I'm, I'm bisexual. I tell a lot of jokes about it. It's because uh, it is laughable. So uh, it's very, very stupid and dumb and, um, and unnatural. So that's why it is funny. <laughs> Cole, I should be the one who is uncomfortable. You don't have to feel uncomfortable for me because you're straight and I am an alien, dude. Like that. No, I should have said that different. Never mind. I was going for a different thing. But um, <laughs> I realized uh, this is a fun, fun metaphor coming at you. Bisexual dudes are like the brunch of people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like we're not exactly lunch uh, and it's not really breakfast, but it's usually pretty gay. <laughs> Okay, my name is Max Eddie. Thanks. Give it up again for Max Eddie, everybody. Yeah, brunch is really gay. But I love it. I fucking love brunch. That is like a good time to, you know, that's right after I finish smoking. That's like, what? They, feel, they fucking still selling waffles? Fuck yeah. That's fucking crazy. Um... Let's move on with the list. How about that, you guys, huh? You guys still with me? Good. Still early, so you better be. First of all, also, um, I don't know if anybody donated yet, but I was serious when I posted, y'all motherfuckers donate, because comedy is hard as hell. And uh, I make it look harder than it actually is. All right, let's bring up the next person. Uh, The next guy is a really funny guy. Let's give it up for, um, fuck. Warhol Kaufman. Let's give it up for Warhol. The last time I had to do that here, I was like, why, why does the mic look like Mike Evans? All right. Um, I witnessed a murder about a month and a half ago outside the layover in Oakland. And the next day I was so happy, you know, like I felt alive. I actually did witness a murder outside the labor. It was kind of great because I was standing and talking to my girlfriend and this um, lady I can't fucking stand who my friend keeps introducing me to like I never met her before. And I'm like, I know who she is. (laughs) She doesn't understand anything I say and doesn't remember meeting me and says really boring shit for a long time as though I don't understand what you're saying when I totally get it, I get it. Yes, you're a teacher, you want a break, I get, all right. So I'm talking to the two of them and then over here, there's these three pops, you know, it's like pop, pop, pop. I used to live in West Oakland, you know, so I look over and uh, I see this, it's dark, but I see this figure, it looks like fall into the street. And so they're still having their conversation, and I'm like, shit, that was crazy. And this this chick who, uh, 
It's such a great conversation. She's like, I think it was just fireworks. And my lady's Nellie. Nellie's like, yeah, I think it was just fireworks. And I'm like looking in the street and there's people running in circles in the dark and they're running away and people start shouting. And I'm like, I don't think it was fireworks. And this brilliant teacher lady, she's like, I'm pretty sure it was fireworks. And I'm like, I don't. It reminded me of one time I was on tour in Mesa, Texas, in this apartment with lots of shit stains all over the carpet, right? And then I saw this little dog in the apartment jump on this girl's bed, and she pissed on the bed, the dog did, and then the dog jumped off, and then the girl looked at me like I did something, like, oh, did you spill your drink? And I'm like, nah, I didn't spill my drink. I think that was the dog. And she's like, oh, yeah, you think that was the dog? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the dog. She's like, how do you know? And I was like, because I saw the dog piss on your bed. <laughs> That's how I figured it out. So I'm here, and I'm like, I don't think it was fireworks. And they're like, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, someone fell in the street. <laughs> Can I see your phone? So then I like turn on my phone, and I walk towards it. And you hear shouting, and people start running up. And then you hear sirens. And then within a minute, just like the whole area is shut down. And we're like, do you want to get out of here because we have cocaine on us? But I didn't even tell the beginning of the story. I didn't even want to be at this fucking bar anyway. The layover is a fine bar. Much love and respect to Mike Spiegelman. I didn't drop the mic. I said it. That's a different story. But anyway, I'm saying. The layover is great. But I didn't want to pay $5 to get frisked, right? And it was this whole thing. So I was like, I just have to shit. But it was her birthday. So she's like, come into my birthday. I'm like, I don't want to come in. It's like, it costs money. I don't want to pay. I'll pay for you. I don't want to get frisked. Come on, just do it. So I'm like, all right, fine. Anyway, it's a long story. He's out of here, so don't don't give it up to him. Give all that up to me. I said, give all that up to me. Give give me that. Give me the up that you was gonna give him. I want it. Fuck that. We ain't wasting no ups today. We getting all of them. Oh, um. Also, you guys, I don't know if you guys like stickers, but uh, this lovely shirt that I made is uh, from the cartoon that I do. And I also have some stickers. I just ordered some stickers. So if anybody's interested, I'm giving away a few of them. So, yeah. All right. Shameless plug. Anyway, let's move on with the rest of the list. Uh, the next guy coming up here is another funny guy. So uh, the guys are killing it. Sorry, ladies. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. Come on now. Y'all haven't seen one of y'all yet. So calm down before y'all start cussing me out in feminist. I don't speak that language. Uh, Fuck, I always forget how to pronounce your last name. So, um, so, okay, well, let's just give it up for Hunter, huh? Let's give it up. Ooh, a new mic. Thank you so much for that rousing introduction. Uh, it's good to see a lot of you lovely faces. Uh, I feel like there's some new faces, so I'll just introduce myself. I feel like you guys have not met me before. My name is Hunter. Uh, I live in Oakland, but I grew up in Louisiana. Uh, yeah, and what that means to me is uh, up until about the age of 11, I didn't know there was a T in my name. <laughs> Some of y'all get that. Some of y'all seem kind of confused. I can demonstrate. Hey, Hunter. Hunter, come on, boy. Let's get in the truck. Let's go to the everyone's crawfish. Boy, let's go. Shake it late. We're going to be late. Does that even sound like language to y'all, or is that just cognitive dissonance? 
Yeah, I was able to escape that uh, accent because my mother's a speech pathologist. So I can, it's true, I can suppress the accent. And I also, uh, because she uh, is a hippie, I dodged the childhood obesity. So I'm pretty good. I'm two for two. Thank you. Skinnier than a ghost, some Mexican ephedrine. Uh, so I was at work. <laughs> You like that? I was at work. Uh, I was at work today, and somebody said, "Hey, Hunter, quick question." And I was like, "Dope, that's my favorite kind of question." And he was like, "What's the average tenure of an employee at this company?" I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not how quick questions work. Quick questions aren't quick for the person asking them. They're supposed to be quick for the person answering them." <laughs> what you should have said. What, sir, what you should have said was, I have a really complicated question, but don't worry, I'll be hella vague. <laughs> so uh, I got married three weeks ago. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's heartwarming. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it was just time. You know, like I had been with uh, my girlfriend for about five years. We owned a house together before I left her and married the person we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah. I, Thank you. Yeah, I've known her for about I've known her for about seven months. I am impulsive, <laughs> but you can't really blame me because she is just this super super beautiful Colombian girl that I just fell madly in love with, and she's just man, she's so beautiful that whenever I come out of a bathroom, consistently there's an old white guy showing her pictures of boats. <laughs> consistently, <laughs> like <laughs> she is so beautiful that uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was like what is that um is that going to be in the recording fam no it's okay um but you know she's so beautiful that it takes a like she's beautiful she's colombian and it takes a lot of confidence to assume that she's not just in it for a green card <laughs> let's see um we got married we uh, had our uh, honeymoon in salinas anybody ever been to salinas yeah, it's a little hick farm town, but you know, we booked it up. We're both huge stoners. So we booked everything like the day after we got married. So like Salinas was what was there. Salinas was available, but you know, I learned it doesn't really like where you take your honeymoon doesn't really matter. All that matters is that you bring LSD. <laughs> I really got Pam and that based on a true story. Uh, okay. I've got a, thank you. Thank you. You can meet her. I'll, I, actually, you already have met her. Oh, no, I pointed her out to you one time. Anyway, well, let's not get bogged down. I have less than a minute left. So the most, uh, the most adult married thing I've done since getting married is I bought uh, a mattress. Like I went to an actual mattress store and bought a mattress from a mattress salesman for the fir like first non-Craigslist mattress purchase in my entire life. Thank you. And... And at the mattress store, we got we ultimately settled on one of those super super awesome memory foam mattresses that astronauts fuck on in space or something. I'm not really sure. I wasn't paying attention, but they said that we're supposed to rotate it, not flip it, rotate it once every fiscal quarter. <laughs> True. I was like, what? My mattress cares about the stock market. <laughs> All right, you guys have been lovely. Give it up. I'm Hunter. Give it up for worm. I'm still on the block. I ain't never going nowhere. Cause I'm paparazzi rolling on the block. You know that it's dark. I ain't even coming soon. I know I see them shots. Thank you, sir. Give it up again for Hannah. Hey, that's some that's some legit fucking player shit right there. Buying a mattress. Fuck yeah. Like that's how you that's how you get them, fellas.
buy hella pillows, a nice comforter and shit, and then talk like figure out some way to just just weasel that into the conversation. Like, yeah, I was at Bed Bath and Beyond, and like I bought like fifteen pillows. But anyway, what you drinking, girl? So uh, Paul isn't here yet. And uh, we've got a guy who came here late, but uh, he's here now. So I want you guys to give it up for Mark Neuer. Mark Neuer, everybody. That's how you walk the room, ladies and gentlemen, before you say a goddamn word. You just add anyone on Facebook. As soon as you hear, hear your name, they're like, all right, bye. I already heard it all on Facebook all day today. I don't need to hear another fucking word. Jesus Christ. You buy mattresses off of Craigslist? Where are you, you freaky fuck? Hunter with no T? Right there, Jesus. I'm. You are thin, motherfucker. I didn't know you were invisible. God damn. Jesus Christ. Now I'm aware I look like an out-of-shape Green Lantern today. I'm aware. I am. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll use my own then. Since that was stolen, apparently. I'm just, on a, I'm just stealing everyone's material. Jesus Christ. First Warhol Kaufman, now Luke Newman. I'm such a hack. Jesus. How about an out of shape green Power Ranger? Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Is that, is that a guitar yin-yang scenario? What, what, what is that? No, that's a bass and a, and a regular guitar? Luke Newman, what are you wearing these ridiculous fucking t-shirts around me for? Did you, where did you get that? Did you get that on Craigslist? On the same way that he gets his fucking mattresses? Is it used? You get your shirts used, huh? They come with the nut stain or no? You get the black t-shirt so you can see the nut stain so you don't got to get, you just see it right there. I love you. Welcome back. We were just talking about how I steal your material. I just want to be Warhol Kaufman. Do you know in high school I wanted to have dreads? Warhol Kaufman. Warhol Kaufman. War, Warhol Kaufman wants to be Barack and Noel so bad, but he just can't. He just can't do it. He cannot figure it out. He can't. He just never. He was like, what's my name? Barack, you mean Warhol Kaufman? Warhol Kaufman, that's my name, right? No, no, it's, no, it's War, Warhol War, Kaufman. I just think about you a lot. Between you, be, between thinking about you and how I control Rachel D on Facebook more, that's just all, all my time is spent doing. That's all my time is spent doing and figuring out how to get paid comics to block me on Facebook faster. That is like my ultimate goal. This guy's taking a selfie in the middle of my set. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're goddamn right I am. This is the only entertaining part of this motherfucking place. This goddamn self. You see all the filters they got on Snapchat? Fuck, you're set. What do you mean? A comedy? Have you, they, I can literally be a cat. Meow, bitch. You know what I mean? Fuck it. My goodness. 
I've come to accept that my crowd work, thank you, is way better than my material. Um, it's so just like, for example, you see those signs you drive through, you drive through people's neighborhoods or maybe you drive through your own. I don't have a neighborhood. Every neighborhood is my neighborhood. So I'm driving around. You see the, the little sign that says, uh, it says drive like your kids live here. It's a great sign, right? Yeah. It means well. It tells some dude who beats the shit out of his kids every night, drives down your block, sees that sign, sees your kids playing out in the front yard, just beats the piss out of them. It, um, it's not that great of a sign anymore, is it? You probably want to take that motherfucker down. Like, just put a sign, get home faster. I don't know. My name is Mark Neuer. Hope you guys have a great night. Get home safe. Give it up again for Mike Neuer. Mark, Mark, my bad. Excuse me, sir. I've smoked a lot of weed. My bad. Mark Neuer, everybody. For show. Pam, you still back there? Yeah, is uh is it all right if uh my man Wills uh Miles, excuse me, I'm fucking up everybody's name tonight, huh? If Miles comes back in with a, a case of beer to pass out to everybody? No. no? Okay. No worries. No worries. I'm just trying to check to make sure. Okay, I'll let him know. So so um the only way that we can possibly do it is that if we close the door and the gate and uh-huh. we are closed to the public right. legally because the ABC has been here in the past and okay. I got in trouble because you have to be closed to the public. So if the door is open at all, we're screwed. Right. Now that being said, like I've never sniffed a Snapple, but beers are so hard to like they look like beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And and like I so respect the law. Okay. But if everybody in here wants to like make Make a pact that no ins, no outs, and we close the fucking door. No one's allowed in. Then we can, <laughs> then we can do that. But we all like have yeah. to agree that that's okay. That's fine. And then we have to, and we have to ask anybody if there's a cops. Is anybody a cop? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Pam, for that very thorough um, telling of no beers in here. Thank you so much. I gotta look at the list, you guys. I'm sorry, I forgot the name. We're going to move on with the next name on the list. The next name uh, is a guy that I know. Let's give it up really loud for Matthew Cork, you guys. Give it up for Matthew. And and how about uh, Mark Neuer, fucking total frumpy schlub making fun of other people's wardrobes. It's amazing. It's fascinating to watch. Anyway, someone uh, earlier asked about uh, 23andMe and who got their 23andMe. And uh, my 23andMe was uh, 50% Irish and the other 50% was the very next village in Ireland. It was like tight little fucking circle all contained within the island of Ireland. No fucking surprises. I'm not 10% Genghis Khan or anything. Straight up. I did learn one thing, though, from my 23andMe. I can say the N-word, so buckle up. Here we go. Neanderthal. (laughs) I got the European max on that one. You could tell, though, right? You could tell. Uh, Anywho, what's going on, guys? Mutiny. What's happening? What was I going to say? Fuck. Blanking on shit. Uh, So... uh, uh, you guys been keeping up on the news? Finally, that uh, Brett Kavanaugh got uh, 
sworn into the Supreme Court. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh, yeah. Yeah, which is great news, man, because that whole hearing thing was a fucking bummer, wasn't it? Thank God that's over. Thank God that's all behind us, right? Thank goodness. Uh, There was one good sign to all that, though. It did uh, offer Kellyanne Conway a chance to chirp back into reality. Uh, Fucking Kellyanne Conway. When I hear a name like Shalandra Kwan or whatever, like that's a black name, right? When I hear a name like Kellyanne, like Kellyanne Conway, that's a fucking meth name, man. She got the meth hair and the meth skin. She is one crystal methamphetamine girl, too, man. Anyway, she claimed that she also was a victim of sexual assault. And I just have one question for everyone here at Mutiny Radio. Are we still believing all women? Nobody? Kellyanne Conway fans here? I guess I misread the crowd. Anyway, she has a certain relationship with the truth, if you know what I mean. So, uh, keeping with my political updates, uh, Nikki Haley is going to resign from the United Nations. All right, everybody, all at once now. Nikki who? Right? Who the fuck? Who? What? We had an ambassador to the U.N.? I mean, who wouldn't quit if, you know, like Trump and all the other, like, Trump appointees, they get to hang out with all the Trump fucking base, right, and get all cheers. She's actually got to face all the other leaders who, like, laughed at Trump's fucking lame-ass joke at the U.N. She's got to face, like, actual leaders. Everyone else is here getting rich off the fucking... Trump train, and she's actually got to stare down the people that he's fucking over with his tweets. Who wouldn't fucking retire? Opening the door for fucking Ivanka to sleep her way right to the top. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, Trump was like, I'm afraid everyone's going to yell nepotism if they fucking, uh, you know, if I nominate her. Like, no, Trump, no, no, no. They're going to be screaming shit like resume and experience. I mean, fucking nepotism. God damn it. Anyway, so I read recently on Facebook. I'm all woke on Facebook, so I I have black friends on Facebook. And they were all talking about how there's going to be a black Superman reboot. And I'm like, do, uh, you know, do blacks really need a superhero? I mean, white people need someone that they can pretend can run fast and jump high. I feel the African-American community has real people they can look to for these things. And that we're the desperate ones that have to have a fantasy world where all this, all this comes true. All right, thanks, Mutiny. Nobody, I don't even touch a thing. I don't even touch no op. I don't even touch a scene. Can't, can't touch nobody in the world. Can't touch. Give it up again for Matthew Cork, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the next name on the list uh, is uh, Mike Evans. Is Mike still here? Mike Evans? Okay, okay, all right, hold on. Let me bring you up properly then. Let's uh, let's make it really loud in here for Mike Evans Jr., everybody. Let's make it really loud for this guy. Thank you. Welcome, uh, welcome to Diversity Night here at, old, at uh, Mutiny Radio. This is the most black people I've seen besides myself in this building before. I'm very excited. Um, shit, I don't even really have any jokes today. Uh, earlier this week, I had sex at my old college campus for the first time. Thank you. Almost as much as applause for the for the wedding 
<laughs> the wedding part. Um, no, yeah, it was this girl. This is my fuck buddy right now, and I convinced her like we should have sex in one of my old classrooms. It's one of my old all-time fantasies. It's some like watching porn a lot, and I, it just seems like the only normal thing in porn, right? It's just locations because, you know, it's all incest now. It's all, it's all porn is nowadays. It's really, oh, they're not actually brother and sister. They're actors, but for some reason, it's just going. Yeah, right. It's just going crazy right now. Right, right. But everybody who's nodding and laughing. Yeah, family strokes. They have fucked up names about it. Yeah. It's really bad. Because it'll be good porn, too. That's what's fucked up. Some of it will be, like, really good porn. It's just, like, you just put it on mute so you don't hear the characters. But then, you know. (laughs) But family strokes has a catchphrase. That's just like, you're the best big brother ever. I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, this is really bad. All right, I read your mind, didn't I? It's bad. You know your porn addiction is rough when this is the guy who agrees <laughs> with this shit you're watching. Woo! Damn, twice a day? That's what I always say, but we all know. Come on, man. I mean, let's. Two a week? Oh, newlywed. Oh, that's right. You know, you have consistent, like, love and all that shit. No, I understand. That's, I, I pray that's what happens when I get married. <laughs> that, like, I'm like, oh, I'm a newlywed porn. No, I don't watch that shit anymore. Nah, but, um, yeah, no, I understand. Um, I have the biggest challenge in my comedy career coming up next week. Um, fucking, I gotta tell jokes at a church, and it'll be the first time my mom and my grandma both see me do stand-up comedy. And all my jokes about them are fucked up. All of them. Every single one is like not okay. And so I got to figure out a way to throw Jesus in there. Everything everything funny about Jesus is funny to people who don't go to church that often. <laughs> That's what I've realized. Like I, I, I don't know. Um, anybody, anybody know anything funny about Jesus you could, you could help me out with? No? Y'all, that's Jesus material. Tell me, like, one, just one, one funny thing, other than the fact that he's like, he's totally not Caucasian. But let's talk about something else. <laughs> what else? Twenty dollars? Oh man, see, that's that. That's how church works, though. It's like, you give me, give me twenty dollars, solve all your problems every week. We'll make, we'll make it personal. <laughs> if it's black, we'll put stomping and clapping in there. A little Hennessy for communion. <laughs> Right? <laughs> if you're white, we'll make it really boring. Really, really, really boring. If you go back in time, really, really racist. Really. My name is Mike Evans, y'all. Have a good night. Give it up again for Mike Evans Jr., you guys. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, one th- uh, one other funny thing I was going to tell him about Jesus is uh, back then, I like to think, like, they did shit like, the, like we did back in the day, you know? Like, if a guy got caught robbing somebody, he just ran up on him and didn't have a weapon. It was just like, give me all, give me all your rupees. And he was like, oh, fuck. Bruh, come on, man. I just got these rupees, man. I got to pay my door bill. Somebody bust up in my cave. Come on, man. Please don't steal these rupees. Give them up. And then he take them. And then he run into Jesus. And Jesus be like, bruh, for real? 
shit, you right, Jesus, bro. My bad, bro. Then he throw him back down on the ground, give him back to dude. I'm, my bad. Apparently, like, fuck. I have a vivid imagination. You guys are like, fucking, shut up, worm. All right. <laughs> Let's move on with the next comic. The next guy coming up here is a really funny guy. Let's make it really loud for Luke Newman, everybody. Let's make it loud for Luke Newman. This mic, I'm fucking with it. For sure. Yes. It's fucking bold. Um, yeah, Jesus, I knew that motherfucker. It's my partner. You know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys know about the Bible, right? The, the book of Luke, I wrote that shit. You know what I'm saying? People want to know, could he, could he really turn water into wine? Yes, he could. And we got fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's why there was four different accounts of what happened. Mark wrote some shit. John wrote some shit. It was all different. Nobody remembered what the fuck happened. That's why I saw some crazy shit. I was like, didn't he set a bush on fire? No, nah, but he was fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so you guys get the Trump uh, emergency alert? You guys get that shit? How the fuck this man get my number? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's creepy. That's fucking creepy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't give you my number. And it's a Trump Trump emergency. Like we're gonna get a text every time this motherfucker. Where's my other sock? You know, I don't know, man. Fucking lose my number. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> shit. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna say some shit. I don't know. I forgot what it was that I was gonna say. Trusty. Hopefully Trump doesn't text me while I'm trying to. All right. Oh, so I was thinking about like uh, you know how they torture people, and they they play the same song over and over again. They have that method of torture. I was thinking like, what would, what would the song be that would just kill me? Like the worst song you could listen to. And I was thinking like the Curb Your Enthusiasm soundtrack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just played it over and over again. It just end, and he's like, ah. like bump, bump, bump. Like ah. I don't know. <laughs> that? I should probably just keep my phone out. Uh, oh, uh, there's a fine line between uh, public speaking and schizophrenia. That's a philosophy. I thought I don't know. Uh, you guys ever notice, like, fellas? You ever notice, like, you stand hella gay in the shower? <laughs> Do you notice that? Like, I was just taking a shower the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna never stand like this in public. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You just get too comfortable in there. Like, you're not in the shower like, yeah, you know, I'm wash my shit. I was just sitting there, I was just like, fucking water roll over me. I was like, this is so gay. I don't know. The gayest part about it was there was a guy in there with me. Uh, no. <laughs> but you could tell i never been to prison. I don't know. <laughs> you could not look gay in the shower in a prison. Unless you are, then, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, to each his own. Is that right? All right. Uh, what else? All right. Uh, what else? I feel like interpret, like sign language is just a really subtle interpretive dance, you know? All right. <laughs> 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 
Uh, I'm not afraid of clowns. I had some shit to say about that, but I just wanted to say that. I only got a minute. That was the gist of it, so I just want to make that clear. I'm not afraid of clowns. Okay. Um, I did not tell this uh, joke. You know, it's a lot of shit in the world going on. It's a crazy world, man, you know? And a scary world out there, you know? And in, in uh, China, they just uh, installed this facial recognition software on the in the cameras on every street corner so they can identify criminals with the through the camera and shit. You know, that's some scary shit. That's some Orwellian ass shit, you know what I'm saying? For real, but I think the 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 most important takeaway from this is that even Chinese people themselves need fucking advanced technology just to be able to tell each other apart. <laughs> All right, that's it. that's a joke. Thank you guys very much. Worm. Give it up again for Luke Newman, everybody. Very nice, very nice. So, there we go. So, let's change up the vibe for a minute, huh, guys? Let's fucking, let's get these guys out of here, right? Yeah, because they suck. <laughs> and let's bring up a lovely lady. Let's, uh, let's make it really loud for Rachel D, everybody. Give it up for Rachel D. Um, I, I just had a birthday for the purposes of this joke, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was thinking about birthdays like, you know, I, I don't know if you guys are with me on this, but I really think that the only person who should be getting a gift on your birthday is your mom. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right? You know, like, <laughs> here, mom, you know, sorry for wrecking your vagina. <laughs> Maybe here's a male stripper, you know, he'll wreck it better, right? <laughs> Trying to talk my son into that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did I did just recently have a birthday, and uh, people keep telling me now, you know, like, oh, you know, I got to focus on my career, right? Stop dating married men. <laughs> Parent my kid. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, that's some 30-year-old shit right there, right? Right? Since I'm 41, <laughs> so, you know, that ship has sailed, right? I'm... At this point, I'm just basically hoping that Benjamin Button uh, was based on a true story. <laughs> just, you know, because I am legitimate. I, I'm actually immaturing right in front of you. <laughs> like, I, I shop at the, in the big girls section of the children's department. You know, I, I have tattoos that are older than the last guy I dated. It just, I know, is that a problem? Uh, maybe I'm just bragging. I just, like... <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I mean, at least it shows commitment, right, to always making poor choices. Yeah. <laughs> I um, also, you know, my parents use birthday presents as a way to show us who they like better. I don't know, anybody else? Anybody else? Like, I know who the favorite is in my family because of birthday presents. Like, they gave my brother cash this year. You know what they gave me? A gift card to the grocery store, right? I know, like, how did they know I was going to spend cash on drugs? I just, yeah. Also, my mother introduces us in a, in a, in a way that lets me know uh, who the favorite is, right? She's like, this is Zach, and he works for NASA. And this is Rachel, 
and she lives in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Basically, my greatest achievement was moving out. Yeah. Thanks, mom. It's okay though. I mean, I think it kind of. I think it's a, it's it's normal. It's human, right? To have a favorite. Um, I mean, I'm a mom, and I have a favorite. You know, it's the one I kept. You know, yeah, it is the one I kept. What else? Oh, you know, I also. There's a big difference between losing my kid and losing a bag of coke. Like someone always returns my kid. You know. I was thinking like maybe I should put out an Amber Alert, right? Last scene in a white baggie, weighs two ounces. <laughs> what else? Oh, I did just recently get broken up with by somebody I didn't know could break up with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a guy like a month ago. Like we made out in the backseat of his car. Like, you know, like I'm, cause I'm 14. Uh, and I got a text message the other day like, hey, I think we should just be friends. <laughs> And I was thinking, like, it kind of felt like if my UPS delivery guy was like, hey, I think I should just deliver packages to you. Like, great. (laughs) Good. Yeah. What else? There was something else. There was one more thing. I can't remember it. (sighs) Nope. It's not coming to me. Oh, well. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Rachel D. Give it up again for Rachel D. Beautiful, beautiful. Really, there is nothing better than making out in the car. That is like (laughs) some hot stuff right there. Like you you both felt like we ain't gonna make it in this house. Let's go in the back seat like some teens. Then y'all get back there and shit start hurting like, oh shit, we should we we shouldn't do this one no more. We should go, we should go in the house. Actually, you know what? I'm starting to cramp anyway. I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of this back seat. Sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I talked you into this. I, I saw you hit your head on the, like the, the roof like three times, but you didn't say nothing. So I was like, is she is she gonna suffer through this for me? She's a trooper. I love her. She's a trooper. No, fuck y'all, man. All right, shit. I just keep going too far, huh? Fuck it. All right. Well, let me hurry up and get out of here. The next name on the list is uh, somebody I haven't seen, uh, Charity, right? So I want you guys to make it really loud for Charity. Give it up for Charity, guys. Thank you, Worm. (laughs) We both have interesting names. Uh, So it's uh, been really fun being a woman. Uh, yeah, being a woman, it's been uh, really awesome these past few millennia. <laughs> I was actually driving through Golden Gate Park a few nights ago, and just for fun, I decided to like pay attention. This was after dark, so I thought, you know, I'm going to pay attention to who is in the park after dark. And there are all these dudes running couple dudes on bikes, dudes walking, and there was one woman, and she was walking a dog, and I was like, of course, and I thought, you know what, I, I got to talk to this woman, so I um, pulled over and was like, hey, don't you know it's, it's not really safe? I mean, really, what, what are you doing out here? It's not safe for your dog. 
Like that dumb bitch. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that true story, by the way, 24 people that I saw in this short little jaunt through Golden Gate Park, 23 men and one woman with her dog. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's super fun. What's really fun <laughs> is uh, I, when I was little, I was, uh, I was in a cult called the Mormon Church. <laughs> and uh, lived in Utah. And uh, so twice a year, every member of the Mormon church has to go watch a broadcast from Salt Lake City, Utah. Unless they live there, then they might be able to go in person and watch as all these super geriatric old guys tell them what to do. And there is a special meeting for just the women. And this last one just happened last weekend and uh, I, I found it really interesting because the Mormon prophet the prophet of the Mormon church he speaks directly to God and he was looking around and seeing what was going into the world uh, in on in the world I can't speak English anymore so he's looking around he's seeing what's going on in the world and he's just like man yeah this is, a, this is a bad time. All these women coming out, telling their, their Me Too stories, and it was making him just feel yucky. You know, it's making everybody just feel yucky, and it's not usually how the Mormon prophet feels. So he went and he spoke directly, as he does, face to face with Jesus. And he was inspired. I'm gonna cry, it's so special. He was inspired by Jesus to um, let all the Mormon women know across the world that God had told him directly that they should fast from social media for the next 10 days. And for some reason, he no longer feels yucky when he's scrolling through his Facebook feed. <laughs> no more of those uh, hashtag me too stories going on. So he cured the world, the Mormon prophet, and Jesus. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> um, oh, one, one little thing I'll leave you on. I, I'm, uh, I live here. I'm actually starting to fall in love with this city. It's, it's amazing. Um, I moved here three years ago with my wife. And, uh, oh, this year, her 50th birthday. And, yeah, so I decided to surprise her with a divorce. It's true, it's true. And uh, no, it had to happen, <laughs> in case anybody thinks this was a bad thing. No, 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 it was, it was a really toxic relationship, uh, a lot of manipulation and tons of anger and lies, so many lies. So really, she had to get out of that situation. So <laughs> anyway, that's, that's what I'll leave you on. My name is Charity, Woo! folks. Give it back up for Worm, give it up for yourselves, and give it up for Pam Benjamin, always and forever. Give it up again for charity, you guys. Lovely set. You know what? It's nothing. It's nothing I love more than uh, uh, coming up after some uh, lovely middle-aged white women. They are so. They are so lovely. I lo hey. <laughs> You better stop. I love that scarf on you, too. Sexy as hell. You go ahead and get out of here. I love the set, though. Um, I'm, um, fuck, I didn't even mean to like, like really put her on the spot like that, but the scarf was very nice on her. I have to, have to compliment her on that. Damn, I should have let her harass me, too, so it would have been even. 
I'm sorry, you guys. I just me too her. Fuck. My bad. I just fucking fucked up the room, huh? And it's a bunch of guys in here, too, so they feel bad, too. <laughs> I'm going to bring up the next person on the list. Um, but actually, uh, Paul, uh, did you want to go up now or did you want to wait? Give me, like, you know, one or two. Like no problem, man. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul just stepped in the door. Uh, but the next name on the list is, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right, uh, Rong Zhao. Is there a Rong Zhao? Rong Zhao's not here. I know uh, Alex Woody is in here. Uh, is this Mab or Max uh, McCainan? That's you? Is it Max? Oh, sorry. It looks like a V. Sorry. Okay, well then, let's, uh, let's make, it, uh, make it really loud in here for uh, Max McCainan. You guys, give it up for him. All right, how's everybody doing? This crowd really died, huh? Like, I feel like this, op- this is, Mutiny Radio is like the Benjamin Button of open mics. Like, it started out packed, and then it slowly thinned out. And then by the time we get to the show, it, it's just going to be empty. You know, the Friday, like, it's, everything's backwards. Uh, all right, so I came here from work. I, uh, I do data science at Fitbit. So basically what that is, like, the Fitbits generate data. The company collects it, stores it in a database. I look at it. And I'm like, all right, like, whatever. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do about it? You know, <laughs> I don't know. But as a data scientist, I'm a big fan of Moneyball, uh, both the book and the movie. Uh, one thing I don't like about the movie, though, is that it perpetuates the stereotype that all data scientists look like Jonah Hill. Like, <laughs> like why couldn't they have had Brad Pitt play that guy? Like, I think that's realistic, right? Maybe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, <laughs> don't answer that question. Uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, the Minions, like Despicable Me. Uh, I look at minions the same way pretentious white liberals look at minorities. Like, I'm glad to promote how much of a fan I am of them, uh, but if I'm being totally honest, I can't tell them apart from each other. Like, is that, is that Kevin the Minion? Is it Bob the Minion? I don't know. They all look alike. But they're underrepresented in Congress, and that's a big problem. I don't know. Some people got excited about, like, Black Panther or Crazy Rich Asians. I was excited about the Minions movie, you know? Like... It's about time they got their own movie. They don't have to play second fiddle to that old, bald, white man with the skinny legs. You know, because in the other movies, like, he's the boss, obviously. And they're, like, his, uh, I don't know what the word is for it, but they, like, do everything for <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty stupid, but uh, it's worth a shot, you know. <laughs> uh, so I've been doing comedy a little while now. I feel like amateur comedians are a lot like frat bros. Uh, like, a frat bro would be like, do you lift? Uh, how many sets you do, bro? comedian would be like you do comedy uh how many sets you do bro like do you even mic bro like another thing that comedians and frat bros have in common is they both tend to congregate in dark places where people are drunk and will and women feel unsafe <laughs> you know if there's three places that women feel unsafe it's a frat house an open mic and the supreme court i guess no, <laughs> that's that's kind of pandering but uh, why not i'll give it a shot I, uh, I feel like sometimes there's too many rules in the amateur comedy thing. Like, uh, this guy got mad at me recently because I don't have a headshot. Like, I was in a comedy competition, and, like, before the competition, the guy asked me, like, for a headshot. Uh, so I messaged him back. I was like, I don't have one. That's not a problem, right? Uh, he messaged me back. Apparently, it was a pretty big problem. Like, of all the problems in the world, there's, like, global warming, genocide, and the fact that I haven't had someone take a picture of my face in reverse order. That's the biggest problems. Like, he even finished his message by saying, you're going to need to get a headshot if you want to take this even somewhat seriously. 
And I thought it was a little ironic. He wanted me to take comedy seriously. Like I was half expecting him to be like, do you want to take this seriously? Or is comedy just a big joke to you? Like, do you think this is funny? You think this is funny? Comedy's funny? Well, I used to. You kind of just ruined it for me. Uh, but do you ever, like, you try to be proactive and you just end up ruining it? So, like, I, I wanted to get the headshot. So I, I opened my laptop. I opened up Photo Booth. I took a picture of myself and I sent it to him, you know? And I was like, he wasn't happy about that. Like, that, that probably made it worse. And so the reason why they, like, do it, they put it on the website. So I checked the website just to see how it was. Like, I was like, it's probably fine. Uh, it was not fine. Like... Everyone else had like a professional headshot, and then like over there, it's me. It just looks like a screenshot from a Skype session. Like, uh, I wasn't even smiling, and and I took the picture. Like, I didn't even get that right. Thanks, everybody. Keep it. I went for a worm. Let's give it up again for Max McCain, you guys. Nice. Thank you, sir. Come back on in. Yeah, we still got jokes for you. You better come get these. All right. Paul, ready? Yeah? All right, let's do it then. I want you guys to make it really loud for Paul Conyers. Let's make it really loud. Hi, everybody. It's going to be really hard following the son of John McCain, but I'm going to give it a shot. You know who you guys should keep an eye out for is this Max Mawachanin kid. He's good. Haven't seen him in a while, but uh, if you see him, let him know. He's got some skills. Uh, um, so a lot of you guys know um, that earlier this year, I had a pretty significant leg injury. What happened was uh, I ended up, I ruptured my patella. And uh, yeah, it was particularly disturbing, mostly because I didn't know what a patella was, uh, which is, yeah, that's a that's a bum deal to not know you have something until you've destroyed it, right? That's like if you went home and you were like, oh, so sorry about your Ferrari. You'd be like, I don't have a Ferrari. Well, you did and it exploded. Like, oh, all right. Yeah, no, your uh, your patella is your kneecap. That's uh, that's what your doctor calls it. He he tried to make me feel really bad about myself. He was like, "Hey, you hurt yourself real bad." Also, here's a word you don't know. You probably should have learned that by now. And uh, so, I hurt my knee, and I had to go immediately to the mirror, to the emergency room. Now. Obamacare was a great thing for this country because uh, Obamacare gave people like me the opportunity to get affordable health insurance that they couldn't have gotten before. It was a great thing for America. I really wish someone had told me you still need to sign up for it. Uh, that part went over my head. I was, <laughs> I was unaware that you still needed to sign up for Obamacare. Uh, I, I saw like a, a political like a, a conservative pundit he tweeted this thing he's like want to know what it's like when obamacare passes and it was just the gif of oprah handing out kias i really wish i'd picked up the sarcasm there because i was like oh that sounds great and i just didn't read into it any further so yeah i was real cocky for about three years i was walking around with obama's picture in my wallet like it's an insurance id card and uh so I got to the emergency room and they were like proof of insurance and I was like I believe this should be sufficient. <laughs> and uh yeah, they were not happy with me. They were like, "Sir, it does not work like that." Also, that's forced Whitaker. I was like, "Ah, shit." Okay. 
so anyway, I had to have surgery. And I tell you that so I can tell you this story. It was the worst interaction I ever had with an audience member following a show. I had the surgery, and four days later, I had a show at a bar in Berkeley. I probably should have canceled it. Nobody was expecting a comedy show there. and uh, But, I, you know, whatever. I did. I was, like, all bandaged up in a big leg brace. And by the way, I was taking, like, oxys and hydros. And I don't take recreational drugs. So I expected you guys said they're supposed to make you feel happy and stuff. What the fuck is in that? I was on the moon. I could not gather a thought to save my life. It was not a happy time at all. I was just in a huge haze, but I go up and I, I try to do my set. And again, nobody cares. It's a bar show. They didn't know that a comedy show was taking place, let alone that it was apparently sponsored by the make a wish foundation. I'm up here like in my hospital gown, basically, but I do my set and afterwards I get off and, um, I'm saying goodbye to everybody saying like, Oh, thanks for coming. Hope you enjoyed the show. And, uh, I see, I say, thank you for coming to this one woman. And she looked me up and down and said, get better. And I mean, that was the cherry on top. I flipped on her. I was like, listen here, like you think that you could talk to me like that. I just hobbled up here to follow my dreams. And just cause you never went for what you love, that doesn't mean you need to take it out on me. And if you can't say anything nice, then don't say anything at all, fatty. And I was seething mad, like the whole ride home. I was like, I'll get better. Fuck you. And I remember like just staring up at the ceiling angrily thinking about this fucking woman and about 1 a.m. rolled around and the drugs started to wear off and I was like I think she was talking about my leg I I think I think she was a well-wisher and I kind of took my day out on her so uh guys uh come to joke workshop on Monday because that joke was a mess uh four days ago so anyway thank you so much bye give it up again from Fuck. I am too high. Damn it. Very high. Let's give it up again for Paul Conyers. There it is. I knew I thunked it. Thinked it. I'm going to have to look at the list again because there's a few names who weren't here and then I had to skip them and other names I don't really remember. Because there's a few of these people I've seen the first time tonight. So this has been really fun for me. Has it been fun for you guys? Yeah. You guys having a good time? Great. Good to hear. And this next guy was also funny that uh, his name, uh, if he's still here, um, Zach Zimmerman, right? He is not here, huh? He is not here. Okay. Because I was going to say, that's going to be interesting. Zimmerman coming up after a black guy, huh? Fucking... Every fucking time. Is there a Cole Cap Champ Champman? Yeah? Okay. Hold on. Well then let me bring you up properly, sir. I want you guys to make it really loud for Cole Champman. Give it up for him. Whoa, oh shit. Good thing this cover acts as a Net or something. Okay. Good riff. Good riff to start. How you guys doing? Still hanging in there? We're all hanging in there? Good. No. Capital man. Oh, man. <laughs> you just give me a... Mm. <laughs> Trying, bro. It's like, okay, man. Is this... Is this back on? Are we on? Is this good? We're good, right? Okay, cool. Um, where do I want to start, man? I'm a little tired. So let's just get right into it. Uh, 
who here is excited about legal marijuana? We've had a year now. We've had a year. We're still don't care. Warhol's like, nope, I'm over it. <laughs> Interesting twist. Uh, but uh, yeah, fuck, Mary kill three people in the audience. He throws a note to me. <sighs> Wrong show. <laughs> All right, I'll just skip past it. Back to legal weed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm excited because it gives people a chance to like experience new stuff. You know, like my brother had never smoked weed before. So I was there to finally be there when he smoked for the first time. Uh, and I never coached my brother out of a panic attack before. So that was really cool for me to, to you know, take him down from that place. Because uh, he got too high, you know. And I don't know if you guys have gotten too high. I'm sure Warhol definitely. Uh, but anybody else? Anybody else get too high before? It's scary. It's a scary thing. Your whole life comes crashing down around you, right? It's like a very, you know, intense situation. And the last time I dealt with somebody who was too high, they were like 18 years old, you know. Uh, and that's an easy speech to give to somebody, right? Because you just sit them down and you're just like, listen, man, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts tonight. A lot of realizations about your life. I just want to remind you, those thoughts are bullshit, dude. You got your whole life ahead of you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer. It's an easy speech. Very easy speech. My brother is 32 years old and lives at home. The speech is a little different. I was like, listen, man, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts and realizations about your life tonight. I want to remind you, they are correct. Uh, <laughs> this is a really bad situation you found yourself in. Please use this as a learning moment and try to enjoy Speed Racer. Uh, that's basically it. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, I am trying to uh, be sober right now. It's uh, anybody doing Sober October? Nobody? Nope. Nope. This is Mutiny Radio. We got one guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. It's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's weird because anytime you start announcing that you're sober, people immediately try to get you high or drunk, like more than ever. Uh, like the peer pressure is immense and immediate, you know? Uh, and it comes from unexpected places. Like my mom uh, <laughs> was a weird source of peer pressure. Yeah, it was very strange. Like out of nowhere, I was at dinner and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm good, I don't want any wine. And she looked me dead in the eyes and she poured a whole glass and she was slid across the table and was like, I ain't raised no bitch. I was like, okay. She's like, now you drink this rosé, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna slit your goddamn throat. I was like, okay, Jesus, Bob. Well, training date, all of a sudden it was fun. It's very exciting. My mom is kind of a savage. Uh, when I recently told her that I was doing stand-up, uh, she wasn't too keen about it. Uh, she was like, ooh, you're doing stand-up as a uh, white, straight male comedian? You're trying to make it in the big city? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, it's just like my favorite TV show. I was like, ooh, which one? Seinfeld? Uh, and she goes, no, Lost. <laughs> You've all heard this one before. But hey, we're still working with it. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you say that? She's like, oh, you're going to be super into it at the start. And then eight years later, you're going to look back like, wow, what a waste of time. <laughs> and be like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that it, you are correct on that one, mom. Uh, you guys play fantasy football? Who plays fantasy football? Mark, do you play fantasy football? You look like you invented fantasy football in your basement. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you? No? I jerk off Oh, that's close enough. Uh, it's basically fantasy football, uh, just with <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't know, man. It's exciting. A lot of people, when they play fantasy football, they have these like weird punishments, you know? I think a lot of those punishments are boring. A lot of those are garbage. Uh, mostly because you just like lose $20. And I think this is nine months of your life. You really got to commit to this, you know? Uh, so my league, we decided to kick it up on Scientology. Uh, what do you guys think about that punishment? Is that a solid? <laughs> it's a little intense. It's like, yeah, we lost a friend, but that's what... That's All right, guys, give it up for Warm. Thank you again, sir. Thank you so much. 
We are uh, winding down to the end of the list. Had a lovely lady about to be you guys, so uh, let's make it really loud for Jade. How about that? Oh my lord. I got, I got chugged onto the stage. That's kind of funny. Just like uh, the just, that's true. I, I, I choke on my own ego every morning. Up in the morning for no reason, and I know it's my ego. I know it is pain for my. This is how you know you have financial problems. You're like, hey, I'll take the cheapest red solder. A little less cheap. Oh, I'll, I'll take the solder. Mm. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. What if I dominated you? Would you run away? How about the Kavanaugh business? Huh? How about that Kavanaugh business? How about that? You know the high school Kavanaugh? How was that Kavanaugh guy? Was that Kavanaugh guy? I want to know more the I feel like blaming. Like, it's not really Trump's fault. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. You're such a shit starter. This guy, he just opens the bathroom door, turns on the light, and then closes the bathroom door, and then just sleeps. Just fucking... Later. Fuck, Mary kill. I don't know, man. This girl told me I raped her in her dreams once. I was like... I was like, I wouldn't rape a fly. Come on. The fly raped me. Oh. Believe a fly. Okay. I don't, I don't believe women. I do. Just, uh, a lot of guys. A lot of guys don't want to fuck me because they think I can't feel my legs. I'm like, no, you misheard me. I'm numb on the inside. No. <laughs> um, sorry, I wanted. To, I wanted to say that one. Uh, I feel like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Looks like the face they use in face transplants. It's, um, it's more of a feeling. <laughs> uh, fuck, Mary kill. Save people in the audience. <sighs> can, I, can we just all fuck? Can we? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we're move the chairs out of the way. There's more than enough space. To have a Muni Radio's first annual play party. <laughs> That'd be neat. That'd be a neat radio show. Just like a whole play party, like right here. Floors are uh, what? Oh, well, I mean, that's that's easy. Yeah, that's. Uh, how much is the tarp? Five thousand? Is it more than the banner? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is good. I that, I just wanted to really just tell those jokes. Fuck Mary Kill. I don't know. I've just been watching a lot of porn. I can't think about marriage right now. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jade. Give it up again for Jade, you guys. All right. Beautiful. Um, 
Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. Nice. Great. You know, it's funny too. I step in like I step in rooms too, and I I gauge the room on like how good of an orgy it would be in this room, and I gotta say I'm not really feeling this orgy, you guys. I mean, it's nothing against you guys. You are a handsome group of guys, and it would look it would look like a very interesting porno. I'd look at it and be like, holy shit, I probably should watch this, but I just don't want to be one of the guys who has to be in the bag jerking off for like waiting his turn. Like fuck. Me and like two other guys, like, man, I can't fucking wait to get over there. It's like, no, bro. Like, if you're that eager, why aren't you already over there? And why are we over here having a discussion about it? I'm just go home. This is pitiful. It's live action porn. Nobody wants to be there for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just grossed it out for you guys, didn't I? Now everybody's looking at each other weird, like, would I? I don't know. Let's bring up the next guy then. Let's bring up the next person coming up to the stage. Uh, he just showed up. Uh, he was meant to be here earlier, but he's here now. So I want you guys to make it really loud for Rong Zhao. Give it up for Rong Zhao, you guys. Thanks, guys. I was born on the island off the coast of China called Japan. Actually, just kidding, I'm Chinese. <laughs> the, my island is just like Hawaii with less Chinese people. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hawaii, I actually just came back from Hawaii three years ago. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was there, people asked me to try this thing called scuba diving. And I, I have this kind of fear, a phobia of scuba diving, which is weird because I was really good at it. Like, I could be in the water without any equipment for nine months before I was born. But I can't do it. So, like, I feel like right now, scuba diving to me is like having sex with a condom you got from Dollar Tree. <laughs> like, you're constantly worried that the, the protection might break while your partner keeps asking you to go deeper. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, I had a great time there. <laughs> My friend asked me earlier this question, which is, if you only, you only can keep one thing or one person with you for the rest of your life, what would you pick? I, I just said, dogs. And he said, what about women? I mean, I said, well, I think I could live longer with a dog than a woman. Because <laughs> there's so many things, you know, you, you can't do with a woman, right? Like, for example, let's say if you want to, you know, walk down the street with, with a woman, but you also want to carry your poop with you, you just can't do it. And, uh, and also, you know, you know, if let's say you can you can put a leash, you can put a dog on a leash, right? But you cannot put a woman on the leash, expect, ex <laughs> unless she wants you to. 
And another thing is that I just feel like whenever you're you're uh, you go home, you feel like hungry and you know cold and dog make you feel dogs make you feel comfortable and warm, right? Especially if you put them with cream and pepper. <laughs> when when people think about dogs, they say animal shelters, right? I say farmers market. No, I don't eat dogs. I don't eat dogs. <laughs> Unless they are cage and gluten free. <laughs> right? It makes sense, right? Time? Up. Okay. Um, and there's a petition going on right now basically forbidding people in China from eating dogs. I hope they fail. Because then I can't, I can't do my joke. I have to update my joke. You know, my joke is way too more important than that petition. <laughs> All right, thanks guys, my name is Ron. Give it up again for Rong Zhao. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Let's bring up the next comic, huh? You guys still with me? Yeah? Yeah, you are. Clap, damn it. There you go. Thank you guys so much. I needed that. I needed that. It's going to kill myself. Anyway, let's uh, bring up the next comic. He's uh, a very funny guy. I know him. Uh, let's make it really loud for Arjun. Give it up for Arjun. Don't even attempt my last name. That's how fucking big I am. I'm too big. You try to say my last name? How fucking dare you, okay? I am such a big deal that they... Okay, just kidding. It's because I wrote it in illegible handwriting. You know what I mean? Who here writes? Who here writes with their, with their hands? Who here, do you write with your hands? Dude, sometimes I'll be writing with my hands, and then my wife is such a bitch. Anyways, I... Uh, no, my wife is great. She's a wonderful lady. I mean, she doesn't exist. I'm not married. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm 21. I could be married by now. I'm at that age where I could be divorced by now. You know, no, I'm at that age where I could be married by now, and I'm two years away from the age where I would definitely be divorced by now. You know what I mean? You guys know any young marriages? People getting married at the age you're like, ah, oh, where their wedding is more of a pre-divorce party? You know? <laughs> Those are, those are, those are, I'm, I'm going to start a I'm about to graduate from college, so I'm about to go to a bunch of pre-divorce parties, you know? It's going to be a fun time. I'm going to get drunk, I'm going to try to fuck, and then they're going to leave each other. Anyways, I, uh, it's fine though, it's fine. Marriage is a wonderful institution that people under 25 should not be in. Anyways, uh, and only, and, and I'll say this. Only interracial couples. No, none, no, 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 none of the same race couples. That's, that's hack. Anyways, uh, um, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. If you're a same-race couple, get the fuck out of my face. Like, what are you even doing? Oh, you're making more of you? Gross. Make more of something different. Okay, we need innovation. This is a capitalist society. If you want to... If you want to fuck someone and make the same fucking thing, go back to feudal Europe, okay? We're not reproducing old hierarchies. We are breaking boundaries and generating revenue. And the only way to do that is with a team of half-breeds. Anyways... Um, what's the joke I was gonna write? I wrote, I wrote. Here's the joke I told. You know, guys, uh, you know, uh, this, uh, this R. Kelly fellow, he has a, he has a song that called Seems Like You're Ready, and one of the, the lyrics of the, the chorus is like, Seems like you're ready. Are you ready? Uh, which does not sound like a question R. Kelly would ask. Huh? 
because of all the rape he does, you know, because he's a, because of that four, 16-year-old he fucked, you know what I mean? Definitely, no, R. Kelly does not seem like she's ready. He's the worst person to be like, seems like you're ready. At least he's asking, but he doesn't, I bet. I bet he just does the the main thing and not the part that's in parentheses. It's in parentheses on the, okay, here's the next joke. Fellas, did you know that if you drink a lot of pineapple juice, it will make swallowing your cum uh, still degrading. <laughs> uh, don't do it. Stop. It's gross. It's nasty. I mean, it's the only time fluids are swallowed. You know, no other situation. Women aren't like, let me come in your mouth. The women who ejaculate are like, open up, let me pee in you. You know, or whatever female ejaculate is made up. It is pee. It is definitely pee. It's not entirely pee. There's apparently some other stuff going on that, but it's water from the pee region. And, you know, Anyway, what's my next, uh, this next thing? Oh, here's a, here's a fun one, you know. Oh, really? Fuck you guys. I shouldn't have wasted so much time in the top. Anyways, here's the new joke. I, uh, fuck, what was it? Oh, okay. You know, I feel like getting in an argument with your girlfriend is a lot like doing kar- a karaoke song. You're like, man, this is a lot longer and more repetitive than I thought it was. You know, you're just like, uh. I didn't know take me on said take me on that many times <laughs> like oh it's a six minute song anyways uh, and I can't hit those notes that doesn't really fit in the thing anyway so that was fun and here's my final joke I was recently talking to a girl at a bar and things were going pretty great and then she said to me this she said uh, you know you'd be the perfect guy if you were white and I looked that bitch right in her racist eyes and I tried to fuck her for another three hours. I, uh, I, uh, I thought I could make it happen. I don't know. Here's the thing I actually learned. It turns out her type is a chubby white dude in their 30s. It's like she was invented by Pornhub. Like, who is that? She was a 19-year-old Asian girl. I'm 21, so it's not creepy. Anyways, you guys were wonderful. I was even better. Okay. Give it up again for Arjun. I'm sorry. Yes, I couldn't read your handwriting, so and I don't remember. Yet. What's your last name again? Banerjee. Banerjee. Okay. Give it up for Arjun Banerjee. Give it up, you guys. Come on. I said, give it up. We ain't slacking on ups tonight. All right then. Great. Good job. And uh, if you take anything from Arjun, go fuck. Go fuck a racist. Fuck a racist and hum- and humiliate him. Do something like some rude shit, like like have really good sex with them and then break all their dishes, like fuck them. You ain't eating shit tonight. They be like, oh fuck, I knew it. Fucking, if they ever, and if you ever hear somebody say the before they say a race, they racist. Like the Mexicans fucking hate the Mexicans. Like all of them, bro, you just hate all of them? Damn. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm fucking, I'm a little high. I don't know if I've established that 20 times yet, but... Let's bring up the next person on the list and the last person on the list, folks. I want you to get really loud like it's the first person and make it loud for Victor Trevino. Thanks so much. I'll close it out. Anybody see uh, Kanye West at the White House? I'll defend, I didn't even watch it, but I'll defend Kanye. I'm that kind of person, so. <laughs> Tell me what he said. I'll fucking defend it. Watch. Does anybody know what he fucking said? 
Okay. Well, College Dropout was the greatest album of all time, so <laughs> he can say whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> um, I recently tried to purchase Magnum condoms and Bank of America froze my account. <laughs> they said it was unusual purchase activity. I got a text that was just like, nah, dude, period. <laughs> Take those back. Type yes if you don't need those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you guys remember when... Uh, Actually, let's just talk. Fucking, there's a lot of homeless people out here. I feel like I get approached by homeless people like pretty much every day. I'm developing like strategies. Like, first of all, like, doesn't it feel good when a homeless person asks you for money and you don't actually have money on you? <laughs> like, for once, you can be like, don't have cash and like actually feel it or feel good about it. <laughs> like, uh, my strategy now is like, because I know when I'm walking down the street and I lock eyes with somebody who's about to ask me for money, I just like. I run straight up to them and I'm just like, spare change? Yep, see, jinx. We said it at the same time. <laughs> so now you can't talk <laughs> until I say your name. You ever been so broke that you have to use the library computer? <laughs> I haven't, but. <laughs> um, do you remember when uh, when you used to buy weed and, and you would just get as much as they could stuff into a fucking bag. <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> so you could always find the one idiot who didn't know how to eyeball weed. <laughs> he would always be like, I don't know, does that look good to you? No, it doesn't, Wes. <laughs> That's $20 worth. You need to stuff the shit out of that bag. <laughs> I was back in the 90s when... Uh, when porn was it was just a bunch of viruses. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but uh, you could lose a fucking desktop computer if you clicked on the wrong porn link. <laughs> like, uh, you'd have to explain that there was, like, dust in the CPU. You don't remember that shit? Does anybody remember that? It's much better now, guys. I watched a lot of porn when I was younger. Used to make me think that like, uh, like hair didn't grow on vaginas, and I'll abandon that. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, well first of all, I wanted to give a shout out to people who still do cocaine. Thanks, Jalen Rose. <laughs> that guy looks like Jalen Rose, right? Does anybody watch basketball? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just wanted to give a shout out to people who still do cocaine in 2018. <laughs> the weekend is making great songs about cocaine. I don't know why cocaine feels retro to me. I feel like that's like the only reason to own CD cases. <laughs> like dust off the good CD case if you want to do some cocaine. <laughs> I don't know, my roommate has a CD collection, and when he busted a fucking CD out, I thought we were like, this is about to go down. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I want to talk about. Thanks a lot. I'm Victor Trevino. Thank you, sir. Give it up again for Victor Trevino, everybody. Lovely. 
You are like the fifth person to say I look like fucking Jalen Ross. No, it's fine. Everybody fucking says I look like somebody. Like the other day, somebody said I look like Richard Pryor. Somebody else said that I look like, um, fuck, uh, another basketball player. But I can't, I'm, the name is on my head right now. But um, Paul George was another one. Like, because I had a beard at one point, And like this one guy was fucking, he was having a ball, like coming up to me in a party and keep calling me Paul George and then having a bunch of people laugh. Like I'd be talking to some people and then he'd come over. I don't he look like Paul George and everybody oh shit he do oh I was like okay all right yeah now I go over to another area in the fucking the space and he'd be like hey don't he look like Paul George oh fuck yeah I'd be like all right dude you better stop or I'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> then he came over again he was like bruh don't he look like Paul George all right look here Mike Epps little son because he looked like fucking Mike Epps I was like if you don't get the fuck out of here with that boring ass shit he thought he would. He thought he really thought he could get like a fucking comedy career off of that. Cause like the next week I came to the same spot and he got up on the stage and was trying to tell jokes and they were terrible. They was trash. I felt so good about it. I was like, yeah, fucking loser. Well, that's been the mic, you guys. Give it up for yourselves for sticking around. Give it up to Mutiny Radio for hosting this damn thing and give it up for Worm because he fucking got here and give he it up it, for man. Jeremy Worm Jones yes. everybody yay thank he hosted the so shit much. out of this mic yay thank you so much you guys if you haven't donated some money yet uh, there's still time so uh, come on now support a mic thank you guys for the time man yay thanks Jeremy Worm Jones hooray keep it all on Trying to take it, trying to take everything Keep everything, gotta keep it close to me I don't even trust nobody, I don't even trust a thing I don't even trust no op, I don't even trust a scene can't, can't trust nobody in the world Can't trust a bro bitch, can't trust a bro girl I ain't got money so I can't trust you I can't even wife you, bitch I can't cuff you I can't even trust nobody Keep my wallet real close to me I don't even trust none, I ain't trust no See a podcast are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody with, 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 with.
Mr. Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl, records, round, played, mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger. 
Crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And 